You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined by you, the day ones, the raccoon squad, the Mavs Moneyball listeners. Guys, thank you so much, the Locked On Mavs listeners, for your five-star iTunes review questions. They got some really, really good ones. Got a couple that we're going to save for a little later because they're not so time-sensitive. But today, I'm going to get to a lot of your free agency questions as free agency is upon us. Stuff could happen. Uh, as early as tonight, Saturday night into Sunday morning, as if you guys are listening to this on Saturday, just decided to drop this uh, a little bit early because some of these are time sensitive and I wanted to get to them. So Isaac is not here. He's hanging out with his family, but he did send in some of his answers to these questions. So we will be getting to those. Uh, and the first one that I did not send to Isaac, and I hope that he listens because this is just hilarious. The person's name was Isaac names his child LeBron, question mark, which is just the best name. And I really hope he does. It's not going to be LeBron, but I wish we could get him into some kind of bet where we could get him to name his child LeBron in some sense, where it was like a middle name or something. Uh, that would just be the greatest. Or like he's naming his child Roman. So like La Roman. That was... <laughs> <laughs> just be the greatest. If we could get him in some kind of bet, I wish that we could just get him to do that. So, but Isaac's name, Isaac names his child LeBron. His question was, if we swap Wes and DJ, it's clear we are shopping for wings. Would a reason be possible given the cap situation? Now, at this point, we already know that DeAndre Jordan has opted out of his contract. So a trade is highly unlikely. It could still honestly happen. They could still do a sign and trade at the Clippers, even though the Clippers sent their thank you DeAndre, you know, tweet yesterday that was kind of funny uh, because it's ironic that he's leaving and they're thanking him even though he's leaving, but uh, and it's uh, and they're thanking him even though he hasn't signed anywhere else. That's what makes it funny is that he's not he's not gone yet. Uh, he's just theoretically gone and assumedly gone. But I wanted to answer this question because first he asked it and second Ariza being a possibility for the Mavs, that could even be a possibility. Say if you know DeAndre decides to take like fifteen million, or if he take you because know, the Mavericks are going to have about twenty eight million dollars if they want to go the distance with their salary cap. So they they renounce everybody. They you know hold all get rid of all the cap holds for all these players. McDermott, Yogi, the guys we talked about, uh, Salo they already got rid of. Nerlens is already gone. Dirk's option is declined right now. They get rid of all of that. They sign. You know DeAndre for like, you know, sixteen million. That means you have like twelve million dollars left. Ariza though, him specifically, I don't think he opts out, and I don't think he leaves Houston to go to a team that is just like barely gonna make the playoffs. If like if they max out their potential, which is where I think the Mavericks gonna be next year. If they max out all their potential, and they just you do everything right, they win all those games that that were you know one one possession games, those clutch games towards the end of the season, you know in the middle of the season where they're just losing all these games over and over again. If they turn around and win all those games, they're still like a 500 team. <laughs> so if they do that, and you know a couple other things happen, you know Luca becomes you know just this great player right away. He becomes like a Ben Simmons level player like he was last year then they could be a playoff team. But that's like their ceiling. And so I don't know if a player like Ariza goes there. So it's a fair question, and the Mavericks are definitely still, even you know, 
even if they keep West, they're going to be still looking for wings. So that's a, it's an interesting name. I just don't think that he's going to be there for the Mavericks, and I don't think that this is a team that he necessarily wants to go with. Next question was from Friendly Dangerman. He asked, if the Mavs get DeAndre Jordan, do you see them addressing the fifth starter opening? Could you see a situation where the Mavs go after Jabari Parker? And he says, sign and trade, swap of Nerlens Noel and Parker. Now, the fifth starter is kind of is kind of interesting now because the fifth starter could fit a lot of different things. Like it could be a bunch of different kinds of players. So you're assuming that the four starters are, you know, Dennis, Luca, Barnes, DeAndre Jordan, and then so then you have a true point guard in Dennis. He's he could play the the two, I guess, but he's really a one. So you play him at one, a true five in DeAndre. So you have a one and a five, and you have. Two guys in the middle in Luca and Barnes. Luca could be anywhere between a one and a four. Barnes can be a three, a four. I guess you could stretch him to be a two, but I don't think he's going to be quick enough to stay with some of those guys. So he's a three, four, and then you have Luca that's a one through four. So like they have some positional flexibility there. So you could get a, a you know a traditional four. You could get a guy that could play three, four, and you could move a lot of things around. You could get a straight up two, like a wing, a guard, uh, which is what Wes Matthews would be, and that's what Isaac believes. He believes that Wes is the fifth starter. He's going to be the one in there with them. Dirk's going to come off the bench, and Isaac says that he doesn't see the Mavericks making a run at Jabari at all, which I also agree with. I don't think that the Mavericks going to make a run at Jabari. He just doesn't seem like the kind of player that they would want on their team now. DeAndre doesn't necessarily seem like that player either because he spurned them already, but he's not, he hasn't been too disgruntled like with teammates before, like we've seen Jabari last year. And he's actually played, played well, made an all-star team, you know, been on all NBA. Whereas Jabari, just with these injuries, the Mavericks are, they want to be good now or not, not good as in like championship level. They want to be competent. I think that's a better word for it. The Mavericks are done being incompetent as you know a basketball playing franchise they want to be competent now and I don't know if Jabari does that because of the risk of injury because of the fit kind of situation I'm just not sure how well he fits he's a guy that needs the ball in his hands he needs to you know create things for himself not sure how great of a spot-up shooter he is uh not a good defender so he just he's not he's not a team player in that sense. His, his game is not team friendly. You need to create a good situation for him. I think that's just my personal opinion. Uh, Isaac also says that he doesn't see them making a run at West at all. Just, I think Isaac thinks that, that he's just not the type of player the maps want on their team right now, which is totally fair. Got another question from a guy whose name is already on iTunes. Lucas Roy trophy, R O Y in capital letters. Uh, and he asked a question about Wes and Deandre. And then also, the uh, the big name for the Magic, Aaron Gordon. But we'll get to that question in just one second. All right, Lucas Roy Trophy asks, is there a possibility in your mind of a trade at the Clips involving DeAndre and Wes, and then we would be able to go ahead and sign Aaron Gordon to close to a max deal if we relinquish from bench players? Now, obviously, this has already happened, uh, but the Aaron Gordon thing, I just... I wanted to address this too, even though the swap of DeAndre and, and Wes is kind of here and here and gone already. Aaron Gordon's not going anywhere. I think the Magic match, they have to. He's the one guy on their team that could be you know, a, a star-level player. He's still 22 years old, really, really good player, which is why all these Mavs fans really want him, which is totally understandable. But if the Magic, man, they, they need to keep somebody. And they keep him. They have uh, you know Isaac and now Bamba. 
it's a weird, very weird team, but Aaron Gordon has the highest upside of all of them. I honestly think that he has more upside than than Mo Bamba because he can, you know, he can score, he's an offensive player, and he's super versatile defensively. Uh, I also think that Aaron Gordon should be playing some five. I also think that Jonathan Isaac should be playing some five, and they drafted Mo Bamba. So it's just a really weird team. I would like it for Aaron Gordon if he could go to a team like the Mavericks that they would use him in a different way. He's a guy, he's kind of the exact opposite of Jawari Parker, in my opinion. He can shoot a little bit. He is a really, really good defender. He is a good hustle guy. He's, you know, really, really athletic. And uh, and so he doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands. He can cut. He's, uh, you know, going to beat some people off the dribble. Uh, he hasn't had a super big problem with injuries. Uh, he's pretty reliable. So, uh, but Aaron Gordon, I don't think it, he's a he's a pipe dream for any team, really. I think the Magic have to match him. I think that that front office doesn't want to come in there and one of their first moves be to <laughs> to get rid of this player that could be an all star for them, and he could be an all star next year if LeBron goes to the, to the West and you know we see a couple of these these moves and some of the you know Celtics players knock each other out, then you could always you could see. Aaron Gordon making the all-star team next year. It's, it's, it's possible. It's very possible. You have that Drogic spot that we don't know what's going up, what's going on with that next year. And so it's just, and he's an interesting player for sure to look out at. Another question from Rangers King six, six, nine, whose name should actually be Gary Clark Stan six, six, nine. He asked, what are your top 10 center targets? How much are you trading? Uh, how much are you into trading a future second for one year of uh, of Dwayne Dedman from Atlanta? He's the center from Atlanta. He can shoot a little bit. He's a pretty good rim defend, rim protector. And Isaac said, I'd be down for one year of Dedman. I also agree I'd be down for a year of Dedman. I almost would prefer that over getting DeAndre and paying him a lot of money or paying him a lot of years. Um, but I'm not sure that, that Atlanta's going to want to do that. They need someone to play center. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think they have anybody else on their roster that would be um, – somebody that you would look at. And as far as top 10 centers, uh, it's hard. There's a lot of random dudes and it's, it's hard to come up with a top 10, but I think this is, I think this is going to be my top 10 and, uh, it's kind of in order, but not really. Clint Capello will be number one. He's a restricted free agent. He's not going anywhere. Derek favors would be my number two because I think he would come a lot cheaper than Deandre. I think he has been underused in Utah. I think he's been, you know, he's been played at the four pretty much his entire time there because of Gobert, And so, Derek Favors would be my number two, I think. Then DeAndre, uh, who's probably going to be the guy that ends up, which is he's still a really, really good player and could fit a definite need for the Mavericks. Then DeMarcus Cousins would be my four, uh, number four at the five. Then Kevon Looney is, is number five on that list for me. I think that Kevon Looney could be really interesting. He's a young guy. You get Kevon Looney if – and you can outpay the Warriors for sure. You go out there, you get Kavon Looney if you want to try to build a little bit more. I'm not sure the Mavericks want to do that, but that's be, that'd be my personal thing. Then it gets really weird. <laughs> this, this group just gets really weird, and I'll just say these names. I don't think there's any real order for them, but these are the other center targets you're talking about in the league right now. Uh, Brooke Lopez, kind of an interesting guy. Aaron Baines, Alex Len, JaVale McGee, retread, can it bring him back to Dallas? Uh, Greg Monroe, who I want no part of. Zaza Pachulia, another guy that was in Dallas before Jaleel Okafor, who people have been obsessed with in the past. It's flamed out again from another spot. And then Dwight Howard, uh, Kyle O'Quinn, I guess is another one. Ennis Cantor, Cole Aldrich. He's a non-guaranteed player. Uh, Son Whiteside, I think is available. Montrez Harrell. He's kind of a, a four five, probably should be a five in this, in this NBA. Who's a restricted free agent. He'd probably be up there. He'd probably be right after Looney for me uh, on that list. If I wanted to, to put him on there. So, 
interesting names. I mean, there's a lot of random dudes. Nurkic is a guy I didn't mention. Uh, he's a restricted free agent, but I think he's gonna stay in. Uh, he's gonna stay in Portland. Whew, that after you get past that, Demarcus Cousins, and then even like Looney, kind of, and Montrez Harrell, you're kind of like, I don't know what to do with any of these guys. None of them really fit what we want from a center. I mean, like Dwight Howard gives you exactly what you want from a center in this day and age, but he, you know, obviously is very much lacking in the team building side side of it. And I don't think the Mavericks would go for that at all. So uh, very interesting, interesting question. Uh, like that question from, from Rangers King. Thanks so much for sending it in. Uh, next question is from GHCFJ. Long th- he said this really long thing about the Mavericks, how they don't need DeAndre. He said, what do you think about Montrez Harrell, who I just mentioned? Isaac said, I love Harrell, and he put love in all caps. But there's he's a little undersized for a full-time five spot. Great energy backup big. My thing with, with Montrez Harrell, if you're going to make a run for Harrell, I don't want Montrez Harrell and Dwight Powell. I would rather have Montrez Harrell than Dwight Powell probably, but there's no reason to have both. They're just so redundant. They do the exact same thing. They rim run. They kind of defend the rim a little bit. Uh, Powell can obviously he can shoot a little bit better than than Harrell, but it's obviously not proven. We've seen that over and over again. Um, but Harrell is not a replacement for what you would get in DeAndre. He'd be a lot cheaper. He's younger, uh, but I don't think that he, like Isaac said, I don't think that he's big enough and skilled enough to be a full-time five for what the Mavericks want to do. All right, before I get to this next question uh, about different combinations of free agents, let's take a quick break. All right, last question here from SSIFJDOD. Which would be better for the organization, Clint Capella and Julius Randle or DeAndre Jordan and Aaron Gordon? Interesting question. Um, I guess you're, you're kind of looking at all four of those players. They're all some sort of free agent, and you're trying to figure out what's the best combination. I only gave Isaac those two combinations, and so he said DeAndre Jordan and Aaron Gordon. I think I would agree with that. Obviously, the best combination of the four is Capella and Aaron Gordon. That's just a fascinating combination of you have a really good rim protector and you have a guy that is a versatile. Aaron Gordon could be could be a Draymond Green type. He's athletic enough. He's not as strong, obviously, as Draymond Green. He's not going to play as much five as Draymond would, but he's kind of that guy that's very switchable, can defend a lot of different positions, and he's not unplayable on offense. Uh, Clint Capella is just your your standard, really good young rim protector that has improved a lot. We don't know what else Clint Capella could add to his game. He's been He came into this league as like a walk-on kind of guy. And now he's you know starting and might get a max deal from the Rockets, which is fascinating. Julius Randle, I've talked about a lot, but I just wanted to, to put this out there again. Julius Randle, to me, is not a player that I think the Mavericks would like. I don't think it's a player that Rick Carlisle would like. He's very effort-based. His uh, his defense, I tweeted out this thread from Cranjus Mc, McJunkins. Uh, he's a uh, – or Cranjus McBasketball, sorry. He, uh, he tweeted out this long thread about – Julius Randle and how his pick-and-roll defense, which is something that he's very lauded for, that people say that he's very good on, on defense as far as his one-on-one defending, which he is if you watch if you watch him sometimes, he, he's got very quick feet. He can stay in front of guys. If, you, if he gets those switches, like you know how in the Western Conference Finals how Kevon Looney was always switched onto James Harden or Chris Paul, and he was able to stay in front of him a little bit. Julius Randle would do that very well if he is locked in. 
Now, he's been on the Lakers for a long time, and the Lakers have not been very good. So I don't know if he has as much I don't know if he has as much motivation because he's not on a winning team. I wonder what being on a playoff team would do to Julius Randle, if that would be a really, really good thing for him or if it would just be overwhelming for him. I'm not really sure. That would be an interesting thing to see, and we might even see it. We might see Julius Randle stay on this Lakers team that's going to have LeBron, uh, and they would make the playoffs with that team probably, and that would be very interesting to see how he would turn out. But Julius Randle's fit with Capella and, and or DeAndre Jordan would be interesting. He is probably a five in the Maverick system. He's probably a backup five. And you don't pay a guy or bring him in free agency to have him back up somebody else. So I don't really see that as a fit. I don't really see Julius Randle fitting in Dallas, even though he's from here or he's from Dallas. uh, And he would probably, he'd maybe like to come back. We don't know for sure about that. Uh, Even though his wife, I saw on the Lakers Reddit, his wife got a, uh, a picture of him and his son made it was like a painting or something and it was him and his son wearing lakers jerseys so people were looking at that saying oh he's definitely going to come back now he's restricted so who knows but there you go those are some questions quick podcast there but i wanted to answer some of those questions before they were irrelevant uh guys thank you so much for listening to locked on maps thank you for getting in your five-star itunes questions you can still send them in send in your five-star review itunes questions go to locked on maps on itunes Send a review. It doesn't take too long. You can just type in your name, type in a comment, ask the question. Uh, obviously, the free agent ones are going to be going to be kind of done in the next week or so. But go ahead and send in any questions. We got a bunch of other good questions from other people. These are really interesting. What is the most starstruck you've been meeting an NBA player? What's the coolest moment you've had being a credentialed media member? What's your all-time Mavs starting five? What do you think is Dennis Smith Jr.'s upside? We'll talk about all those as the the, uh, the offseason kind of slows down a little bit. That's a really good group of questions for a offseason podcast. So, guys, thanks so much for sending those questions. Keep sending them in. And thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.